Welcome to It's All Mental, a podcast from Every Turn Mental Health. Mental isn't a bad word. There's no health without mental health. We're here to talk about every high and low. No limits, just good conversation. Hi, everyone. In this episode, there is mention of suicide. Please stop the episode now if you'd prefer not to listen to this topic. Today we are here to talk about a really important topic, which is what to do if you are worried about somebody's mental health. And my name is Sarah Jewa, I'm Chief People Officer with the organisation and I'm here with my colleague Mona. Hi Sarah, um, I'm Mona Stiliano, I'm the Principal Clinical Lead for Every Turn. Fabulous, thank you for taking the time to talk to us today and offering my us pleasure. your really valuable expertise. Um, thank you. I think it's important to start off with kind of the importance of talking about mental health and you know we hear a lot about the normalizing of that conversation which isn't always mm. easy give us your views on the importance of normalizing the conversation on mental health um yeah i think it's incredibly important to keep talking about your mental health um and i do think that is slowly happening in 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 society anyway i'm noticing that for example in my children's school there's a lot more awareness around mental health and that support available so i do think it's incredibly important that we keep the conversation going and we continue to talk about mental health and normalizing feeling unwell um, we're all going to have episodes in our lives when we're not feeling great when we're feeling a bit depressed or really worried about something or we're dealing with uh, a difficult situation in our lives which has an impact on our ability to cope so the more that we're able to have these conversations and the more that we can keep talking about things um the more likely we are to um be able to ask for help when we're not feeling well ourselves yeah absolutely and i know in my work life, in my personal life, you know, with my children, friends, you know, people I know from various things that I do, you, you can kind of sense that someone wants to start talking. And I think particularly if they know you work for a, for a mental health organisation. So how do you kind of go about starting that conversation when you sense that somebody wants to talk? They, you know, you sense that they want a bit of a, a check in and a start of that conversation. You know, for those of us who haven't done a lot of that before, where do we start? Yeah, that's a good question. I I mean, I think initially, firstly, choose the right moment. It's probably not a conversation you want to have in front of the school gates. You know, you might want to <clears throat> consciously make an effort to say to someone, do you want to catch up for a coffee or can, can we have a chat? I'd really like to speak to you rather than sort of... Um, jumping on somebody in a, yeah. in a in a moment where the, where they might be caught off guard or feel like they really can't talk um and it, it can be as simple as saying how are you doing are you okay how are things with you at the moment or if you've noticed that someone's been acting differently or you feel like there's been some changes and you are genuinely worried about somebody i suppose you could you could say that I've noticed you've not been yourself recently and I'm wondering if everything's okay would you like to talk you know opening that invite out to to offer your availability in a way yeah and any any tips on I, I think probably for quite a few people listening they'll be thinking I really want to do that but I'm worried I'm going to say the wrong thing or mm. I'm worried I'm going to say something that might make things worse not better I guess any tips on what to say, not say for, for those people who are feeling perhaps a little bit nervous about this kind of conversation? Yeah, absolutely. 
I think always start from a point of view of I've noticed, I'm worried mm -hmm. about you or I'm wondering what's going on for you at the moment. Or even if you know someone's had a really difficult time recently or something's changed, it's naming that, being really transparent. You know, I know you've just had a really difficult time in your relationship and I just wanted to check in. How are you doing? Mm -hmm. um, keeping it simple, coming from a place of um, care and concern. And, and I think the key to it is not being judgmental. So looking at how you're how you're coming across in terms of that concern and care rather than, oh, what's what's the matter with you? Why have you been behaving like this or you're acting strange? You know, just being quite mindful of the language, I think is important. Yeah, um, I don't think you can really get it wrong if you're coming from a care point, you yeah. know? Yeah, yeah. And, and what about carrying on that conversation? Because sometimes, you know, you might might talk, talk to someone they might start to open up a little bit and then you know close down a little bit or they're in a rush and they need to go somewhere how do you kind of pick up that conversation again so you've, mm. you know, you've started mm. the chat but actually that probably doesn't feel like enough how do you then okay. sort of reapproach the situation yeah I mean I suppose that might be exactly that you've caught somebody in a bad moment or they're not ready to talk about it yet um so you could say, should we have a catch up? It'd be really nice to pick this conversation up. Or you can invite, open that invite out around, maybe you're not ready to talk yet, but I'm here when you are ready. Just let me know, I'll make time to, 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 to meet with you, to have this conversation when you're ready to do so. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, the, and I've been in this situation myself, the conversation can go, couple of different ways can't it mm -hmm. you can get the I'm fine yeah <laughs> you don't want to talk about it you can get, get the kind of actually I'm not fine and, and a little bit of conversation or actually the conversation can get quite deep quite yeah deep, yeah pretty, pretty quickly and someone can say actually you know I'm, I'm really not okay and I guess from a point of concern there there's a number of things that you probably want to explore and, and going through your mind in that I've been in this situation myself is I'm really concerned this person might be thinking about ending their own life. Mm -hmm. How how do you start to have that conversation? Do you have that conversation? It's it's something that's, a, you know, a, I guess a very difficult thing to bring into a conversation, but something that a lot of us will be feeling that someone might be thinking. Yeah, I think it's it's really important to name it. Um, okay. And there's lots of stats around talking about suicide doesn't mm -hmm. increase the likelihood okay. of it happening. Yeah. I think sometimes, you know, when you're feeling really low, you might have those thoughts of, oh, everybody else might be better off if I'm not here. Uh, what's the point in my life? All I do is cause people misery. You know, people go into these very um, negative internal dialogues about themselves. Mm -hmm. So somebody just saying, I'm really worried about you and, ha you know, I'm wondering if you've been having any thoughts about ending your life. And I think naming the name, okay. you know, rather than saying you're not going to do anything silly, are you? Okay. It can sound yeah. quite judgmental, you know, yeah, being really transparent about what it is that you're asking. 
And that may be just that ability to name it might be enough mm-hmm. for someone to go, oh, can I have been having those thoughts and I'm really frightened because it's not like me to feel like this and mm-hmm. I don't know what to do. Um, and it might be enough to to open that dialogue, which means that then that person doesn't have to keep thinking about that. And actually the likelihood of them doing something will reduce because they're talking about it. Yeah, I think that's really interesting, actually, having the almost the courage to just call this out and 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 your point there's really interesting about you know language that might seem I don't know kind of degrading or, or I don't, I'm not quite sure what the word is but that you know you're not going to do something silly yeah the pitching of that language is very different to really just yeah. up the conversation about what you're what you're really talking about and I guess that that leads us into, and we've had quite a lot of people ask us about, actually, I just want to be more informed about this. And I just want to know if there's somebody I'm worried about and I really want to try to help them. Mm-hmm. I can have the conversation, but actually signposting and understanding the expertise out there is yeah. really, really important for me to know. And there is so much out there, isn't there? There is. In, in your professional advice where where are really good places to start for increasing your own understanding and and signposting others Mm, I mean there are so many um websites and social media pages Mm. now around just talking about normalizing mental health normalizing talking about mental health normalizing um asking for help or even just being able to, you know, the conversation we're having today, I'm worried about someone, what do I do? How do I have those conversations? Mm -hmm. So lots of guidance is out there. I think the key, firstly, to having any of these conversations is lots of open questions and naming the things that you're asking. I'm worried about you. I've noticed there's been some shift. I noticed you've withdrawn from the friend group. I've noticed you're not, you're not engaging in things you've done before. Um, So starting with that really honest, transparent, I'm concerned, these are my observations and asking lots of open questions. So you're getting answers other than just yes or no. And Um, and what what would, sorry, sorry, but what would be some examples of open questions? So um, how are you feeling right now? Okay. What's been going on for you rather than are you okay? That's a yes or no, isn't it? Mm, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's it. We've closed that door. So thinking about, you know, um, what kind of thoughts have you been having? I suppose the only one where you probably really want to be quite direct is if you're thinking someone's feeling suicidal is asking mm-hmm. that, are you feeling suicidal? Have you thought yeah. about ending your life? And then, you know, what sort of thoughts have you been having around that? I suppose that's the where you're then getting a little bit more information. But if you are feeling like somebody is genuinely worrying you and you're thinking actually they are going to Mm -hmm. um, hurt themselves or there's a high chance of that happening, the first thing you can do is you can always get in touch with um, um, NHS 111 and seek some guidance. If you are thinking something's actually going to happen, um, you can always, if you're with a friend and you're thinking, actually, I'm worried about their safety, you can call their GP. They can go and visit their GP. You can walk into an A&E if you are genuinely feeling okay. worried with somebody. Um, if you're thinking somebody needs some more guidance, Samaritans is always open. They're okay. a 24 hour um, helpline um, and they're very helpful with these conversations and their staff have all been trained to ask the right questions and the, the sorts of questions that we've been talking about today. 
And you can contact Samaritans about somebody else as opposed to about yourself. Yeah, you can. You can and they will give you guidance. Um, there's lots of um, other things you can do if you if you recommended something to a friend. So obviously Samaritans is a really good one. Um, your friend can also always be speaking to their GP about being referred to services. Talking therapies is fantastic and mm -hmm. you can self-refer. So again, if you've got those sort of uh, if you've got that information, you can you can help people to find the right help where it's needed. Um, there's some really brilliant apps, Headspace, Calm App, other apps are available around just supporting you with your own feelings and how you might be feeling. Yeah, and I think that, that links <clears throat> on to the, to the other point that we've been asked about around these conversations are incredibly powerful, but, but they're difficult and thinking about yourself and your own well-being mm -hmm. in this yeah you know you've been there I've been there how do you how do you look after your own well-being when you're also having some fairly powerful conversations with someone else about their mental health mm. yeah that's that's a really good question I think you need to think about what are the things that make you feel good for me, it might be going for a walk with the dogs, you know, getting some air, giving myself a bit of space to think about it, giving myself some space to feel the feelings that are coming up with worry or concern or feeling sad if you hear that your friends are really struggling or your family members having a difficult time. Um, and again, speaking to other people, if you feel like it's overwhelming for you, get some help with your feelings around the subject. Often when um, there's a, a member in the dynamic family or friendship groups that's, that's not well, it can have a knock on effect on everybody. You know, that concern, yeah. that worry, um, and it starts to reflect on how you might be feeling yourself. Um, so, yeah, ask for help, speak to people, don't hold it in, I think is yeah. the key. Yeah, and, and on that point as well, I guess if you've had a conversation with someone and it's been confidential, you know, they are somebody that you trust, but that, that trusts you and, and you trust, but, you know, you're really concerned. How about kind of opening up that conversation with other people within their family, their, their network, if this is something you think? I'm concerned, I've sought, you know, the help of experts, but actually other people within this person's circle mm. probably need to know about that, but I'm not quite sure whether whether I should, whether I shouldn't, should I approach it with the person? Mm. Any any tips on that? that you know, that's, that's a situation yeah. I've been in myself where I've thought, I think other people need to know about this, but I'm not sure yeah. if I should do that or how I should do that. That's, I think that's really difficult and I would say wherever possible being really honest with the person that you're talking about and saying I'm gonna I'm gonna speak to someone else or especially if it's a young person I you know I would expect us to maybe kind of I'm gonna speak to your mom or I'm gonna mm -hmm. let somebody know that you've we've had this conversation I'm really worried about you with adults I think you you know I think it's fair to try and be really transparent mm -hmm. and, and say, I need to speak to someone about this. I'm really worried about you. Is it OK with you if I speak to X, Y and Z um, just so that you've got some more support? And that conversation, again, might go 
two ways. It might be, no, I really don't want you to talk to them. I feel really embarrassed. I don't want anybody to know. Or they might feel relieved that they don't have to have yes, that difficult yes. conversation. So, you know, I do think we need to be really honest with our friends um, because otherwise, again, that might feel a little bit shaming if you're going behind somebody's back. Mm. The only time I think I would probably completely ignore that is if I'm thinking this person is really in danger and they are really, okay. you know, quite vulnerable and I'm really worried about their safety. You you want to think about that safety first. But, you know, for the per for the, the sort of a, a respect of the relationship, I would I would yeah. think it's better to have that conversation if you can. Really difficult yeah. conversation to yeah, have. Yeah. Really challenging. Everybody's really different, aren't they? Because actually, to to some people, you know, that I've I've spoken to, it's been a relief that I have been able to share how they're feeling with other yeah. people. And they've actually, yeah, they've wanted me to do that because yeah. they have wanted to. And and for others, it's been really different. And um, just. Just flipping it slightly and before we finish, I'm just thinking about obviously the workplace and yeah. you know, my my role within every turn around chief people officer and my general interest in kind of workplace culture. Workplaces are, re you know, in my opinion, workplaces are really now understanding mm -hmm. that opening up the conversation on mental health is not only incredibly important for, for colleagues, but also for, for a business, you know, it's it makes absolute sense that we have these conversations. Yeah. In in the workplace, I guess, you know, if everywhere is different, but how do, how do people, you know, if you're a manager or if you're working in a team and you feel that there isn't, you know, there is stigma or there isn't conversation about mental health, how can you start to, mm. to influence that and, and really make that something that's part of how a workplace is? Yeah. I, it's really interesting and obviously we're a mental health charity yeah. so this is what we do for yeah. our for our livelihoods and we work with really vulnerable people mm -hmm. um so how do we extend that across the workforce and support our staff in the same way that we would mm. anybody who's coming into our services i think it's the same thing to be frank i think it's about having those really open and honest conversations and having lots of uh, open invites from the hr team you know in terms of support available did you know there's a well uh, staff well-being program you, you know we've got mindfulness sessions that we're doing and yeah. sort of encouraging the culture of it's okay to talk about how you're feeling um i quite recently had a conversation with someone who i noticed that work was feeling quite stressed okay and i did did make time to meet with that person and say I've noticed and are you all right and can I help in any way and actually that was a really helpful conversation to have and sort of encourage that open dialogue around what's going on and 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 what might be impacting on that so yeah it, it takes courage and mm -hmm. but it is a cultural shift but I feel like we're you know as an organization we're doing a lot of this already yeah um, ab absolutely and and I think it's it's taking that and, you know, working with people that we know outside of work to really show how we're doing that and how yeah. other organisations can can do it in the same way. Yeah. Fab. And um, before we finish, any other any other thoughts and yeah, in your professional experience, because obviously <laughs> this, you know this is a subject that is 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 absolutely your expertise. Anything else yeah. with people listening about? opening on that conversation and really having the confidence to talk about mental health? I think 
like anything else, it's a skill that you need to learn. And the more you talk about your own feelings, the more you open it up in terms of it's an OK subject to to bring into a work environment, friendship groups, family environments and talk about how you're feeling and what might be going on. The more you do that, the more comfortable it becomes, the more easy it is like learning a new language and it just yeah. becomes part of who you are, you know, getting more comfortable having those check ins with people being able to say I've noticed you've been really quiet recently or I've noticed you've not been turning up to things is everything okay is there anything I can do to help I think those are really key conversations and I would encourage everybody to just start trying you can't really get it wrong if you're coming from that point of concern yeah, yeah I, um, I really like I really like that you know the, I've noticed and then the open questions and actually when you break it down like that it's so simple and I guess on that point of can you say the wrong thing can you get it can you get it wrong that's probably a fear for people isn't it but actually yeah. have these conversations yeah. you realize that actually by having the conversation itself something will start to get better and it might be really small steps mm -hmm. but you're not going to say something that's going to sort of really make things worse are you and no. I think the more you practice that conversation I guess the more natural and confident it, it yeah feels. yeah I think so and you know if you feel like you've said the wrong thing it's okay so to say I'm not sure that was the right thing no, to say yeah. and what I was trying to say is this you know it, it's a conversation isn't it, it it's and and I think it is key, and I know I've said it already, but you know, by asking about if someone is feeling suicidal does not increase their chances yes. of completing suicide. So it is it's okay to name it. Mm -hmm. Um, it's okay to ask about it. And sometimes that's the that's the little key that opens that dialogue yeah. up. Yeah, and that's actually really interesting because I didn't know that. And I think a lot of people really won't have won't have I won't have realized that fact at all so for for reassurance on that conversation it's really really helpful um anything else before we finish mona no i'm just going to sound really cliche but it's always good to talk so it, it, you know <laughs> keep it talking is. it is and i really hope that this podcast is helpful for people in in opening that conversation and with the podcast we'll share out the links to all of the really valuable resources that you've recommended and thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me today Thank you, Sarah. Thank you. Thank you for listening to It's All Mental, a podcast from Every Turn Mental Health. If you enjoyed this episode, remember to follow, rate and share and see you next time.